since 1991, this tournament, the G1 Climax, has been the preeminent tournament of all professional wrestling. Many of the biggest and brightest stars have made their name in this tournament. And now this year, 20 of the biggest stars will converge and participate in 19 events over 30 days to determine who will be the next G1 Climax champion and who will get a spot in the main event in the Tokyo Dome on January 4th. Join the No Spots podcast as we cover each and every event from beginning to end. This is the G1 Climax So Sage, there, there was something you said in our group chat before we started this, right, about somebody being the spoiler indeed. Looks like Dick Toe got to give his name up, don't he? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. It is episode five of season two of the G1 Climax Recall, part of the True Radio Network and the No Spots Podcast Network. What is going on? I am DC's People's Chair from the People Studios in Alexandria, Virginia. Of course, I am joined as always by our New Japan contributor and analyst. He woke up as this guy named Sage. Sage, what's up? Boy, ah. <laughs> this G1 has been fantastic. This G1 has been fantastic. Now, the only thing that I'm, and I'm addressing now, before we get to addressing it later, is that um, I talked to Tachi, and this rib injury thing is, you know, he'd rather take these couple of L's and, you know, focus on World Tag League coming up. Oh, he got to get doing? himself together. That, that's what he's doing? Know, oh, that's it, what he's doing? It's, it's, you know, he might win the last night of block action, but, you know, he failed a bit, and, and, and his, he's had to get his ribs worked on. And before Kevin Kelly told everybody, I already knew because I talked to Tati, and he was that's like, yeah, my ribs is messed up. Okay. So, you know, um, but, um, yeah, Sonata ain't winning block, uh, block B. Nah, Sonata ain't. Anybody but Sonata. Anybody but Sonata is how this thing rose. <laughs> <sighs> Anybody yep. but Sonata. By the, by, the, by the way, guys, Sage is full of shit because he never talked to Tai Chi because the way Tai Chi was talking his backstage comments today, he ain't saying none of that shit. <laughs> He don't have to tell y'all. Like he don't have to tell y'all. Me and uh, Miho, we all, we all, we all. Me, him, Miho, Zach. You know, we all, we all have these conversations. So we're going to move on. What's going on, everybody? Of course, of course, we are currently streaming live on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash True No Spots Pie. What's going on to the folks out there watching, whether you're watching this right now, which isn't many, but it's okay, or if you're watching this on video on demand, it's all right, all right. And, of course, to those of y'all who are listening to us audio on the audio platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all the other podcasting platforms that we are on, we appreciate your listens as well. I don't think oh, we're on serious my... XM. <laughs> Imagine. Get it? Ima- Ima- Imagine I, us I, on serious XM? Jesus Christ. Hey, hey yeah. look, hey, look. If we was on serious XM, we'd be over there getting 10 million like Royal Mall. But, um. Listen. <laughs> Listen. They got the bag, though. I ain't mad the at them. And look, you know what's the, the funny thing? Look, we got to have a little bit of banter before we get right into it. 
you want to know the funny thing? The very after the episode where Joe fired them publicly on air, I have not listened or looked at an episode of Joe Biden podcast since. So I can't finish an episode of Joe Biden podcast. I was finishing them for a minute because it kept ending up being about Roy and Maul. Then Roy and Maul, and the weird part is I can't catch like i can go watch it but i have not my wife has gotten more tied into rory and mall and become an avid listener of rory and mall than i have and i love i love royal mall i think that team was great together and i think too many things happen on a friendship level that shouldn't have happened and it it it, it intruded on the business level right and that 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 is what it is at some point. Like, at some sometimes sometimes some some people get a power that they can't control or they can't help. And it's it's we me and you have seen it in this wrestling business all too well. Exactly. You give people a little bit of power and they go crazy. Yeah, but and at just the end of looking at them like, like come what on, the man. fuck is wrong with you, man? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. like Trust it's not me, that we, serious. We've been we, we've we been there a, and done that. I gotta say, me and you went through a whole um um B B Y W N experience with it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But at the end of the, Many people at the got end of the day, out that day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, though, like I said, I have not watched or listened to an episode of Joe Budden podcast since that episode. I can't, I can't support it, man. Like, I feel like Roy and Maul were the backbone of that podcast. They brought the right chemistry to it. Nothing against Ice and Ish, but I just can't support it after the way that that it was handled. But I, I do watch Roy and Maul stuff on YouTube every week when. They uploaded though they've been on a break because after like you know securing the bag and Friday. everything like that yeah, yeah. Like Friday and then they but said they, they move in the Sirius XM starting the second of November it's it's early November so they still be on Stitcher. it's the second the second okay yeah it's, it's, they're supposed to be going on on XM, Sirius XM Stitcher app which should be pretty dope like I that's a that's a big move right there I I applaud them gentlemen yeah, for so that, that you know going be... through that going through that and still yeah. being able to come out and get their own deal and 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 the crazy part is in all in all what we saying guys we're free on every platform except that. <laughs> <laughs> we're free on every platform we we right. giving y'all this content for free man we're giving y'all this content for free, and 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 we glad to come in to do it every week. Every, right, every time right. these situations come up, every time these tournaments rock out, we are right there to watch them lose sleep and make sure y'all get the information that y'all y'all look for. At he's, the end of the day, he's absolutely correct, and everything like that. Hector, what is going on? How you doing, man? Uh, we got Hector, Hector. Up in here. He said, if y'all got on Sirius XA, you'd be as big as Howard Stern. I think we'd be bigger. Nah, we probably wouldn't <clears> be bigger. <throat> Howard, Stern's, Howard the, Stern is a big fucking deal, dude. Howard Stern is a big deal, but I could possibly be the black Howard Stern at this point because we know I've been had. I was told by the executive that um, Twitch, I got to watch my mouth. Yeah, when we you were know just how to... recording audio, oh man, we was going, we was letting it fly. 
yeah, but Twitch, I, 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 I was told I have to watch my mouth, and I've been, I've been putting a filter. That's really weird in my life because I, I use no filter. Yeah, he so. has zero. Look, if you know, if you knew this dude in real life like I do, this dude has not a single fucking filter at all. Like that's big facts. That's facts on facts. But I, you know, I told him like we're on Twitch. We gotta be careful with what we say because you know, they, it's a, it's a different it's a different world up here. You know what I mean? It's a different world. Absolutely. Uh, Infinite, yeah, what's absolutely. going on, man? But uh, after having Been that an little affiliate, dis- <laughs> yeah, being affiliate is a different world. Being on Twitch yeah, you, is one thing. Being yeah. affiliate is something totally different. Big facts, big facts. Yeah, you got you got to be PG or TV fourteen here. You can't be rated R here. Well, you can be rated R Cena to an era. extent. You can Cena be rated era. R to an extent. Nah, it's not the scene era. You can be rated R to an extent, not too much, but to an extent, right? But that's right. neither here nor there. We we've we've done having our little banter for a little bit. Let's get right into the action. We had five events of the G one over the last six days and it has really come down to what happened today has really brought the final two nights of block action it's a full fucking focus but before we get to there we're going to start with how things panned out on friday last friday remember we did the podcast last thursday and we talked about night 11 and block a action so we started off with block b action block on b. night 12 and we started off of course desperado had to slap around a young lion it was uh kose fujita again despy did, did his thing but then we opened up and this is what pissed me off <laughs> this first match right here result pissed me off because it was Yoshihashi versus Tamatanga. And I said throughout this tournament, I would never, ever, ever pick Yoshihashi in any match. I don't care who he's facing. I'm not picking you mean, him. You mean uh, not, not Tamatanga. Uh, yeah, Tamatanga, you're right. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah, Tamatanga. I'm, I'm like, I, I said I would never pick Yoshihashi no matter who he was facing. He was facing Tamatanga, and I was so sure Tamatanga had this in the bag. And he got hit with karma, and Yoshihashi beat him. What? Like, excuse me? Like, I literally sat there and saw the move about to happen. I'm like, oh, he's going to hit him, like, find a way to flip out of it? Because he's it, that was the intro. I thought he was, the, that's what I was, thought he was going to do. Yeah, because you see it in the intro from uh, the free match Mondays. He's like, Yoshihashi's karma. I transitioned that smooth as buck into a gun stud. Shout out to Carl Anderson. I thought he was going to do that. I thought he was going to do that. And he didn't. He got hit with karma and he got pinned by Yoshi fucking Hashi to give him his give him another two points to give him the four points what what sage make sense of this shit man i keep saying the same thing why is yoshihashi here to play spoiler because he he damn sure did that he damn sure did that uh sonata and then you turn around and that was back-to-back wins because i think he faced sonata right before that I believe he did. Let me check. Let me check that out real quick. Uh, J Dog, what's good, bro? What's up? Oh, OG triple OG OG. That's my guy. My guy J Dog from the Lean Squad crew. What's going on, brother? Let oh, me check man. that real quick. But I think I think he did beat Sonata the last in the, the he, show before the match right before that. Fuck, that's not it. Hold on, I'm looking for it. Uh, nah. That no shit. No, I'm looking at the wrong one. Jesus Christ. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That right, should be uh night ten. Yeah, yeah, on the twelfth. I was looking at the wrong thing. I was I'm so stupid. I'm like I'm out of out of it here. No, Sonata beat him. He did? 
Yeah, Sonata beat him. Sonata beat him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Sonata been taking L's left and right. Not, you know. It's so crazy that just last year it came down to the last night of block action for him to get into the finals with Ibushi. Now this year he ain't even sniffing the finals. Nope. Yo, J Dog oh, coming right. in there he with did. the sub. He did because he because he, uh, he also beat he also beat somebody he also beat somebody else and we're gonna talk about that too. Yeah, uh, but shout out to that. my man J Dog coming in there with that sub, man. Welcome to this. Welcome to the crew, man. Appreciate the love and support, welcome, brother. I appreciate welcome, you, man. Welcome. All right, so yeah, so Tomataka didn't transition out of the karma into a gun stunt. He got karma and he got beat. So there you go. Uh, next, <clears throat> next, right. fucking Hiroki Goto. He beat my man. He beat my man. He, he, he beat my man. Okay. Chase, Chase wasn't on that case. Yeah, he wasn't on the case. I hate it. I hate it here. <laughs> I, hate I, hate, it. I hate it here, too. Um, Pretty good Chase match, is, though. Chase is... Chase is... <sighs> Chase should have... If Chase was going to act like this in the G1, G1 Chase is totally different. G1 Chase it's is like built Chase different. Is, yeah, it's like Chase is beyond the case. Lord... He's he's not had a bad match this entire tournament. Even in his nah, losses, not he's all. not had a bad match nah, at, all. at all. Like, and this it, is a good it, one right it, here. Even in his losses, even with the uh, is it did he did, had he faced Cobb by this time? I think yeah. he faced Cobb. Okay, so even with the loss to Cobb, like you still look good. Like, yeah. it didn't look like, oh, Cobb just ran over you like as massive as Cobb is. Nah, Cobb had to work the steam road. Yeah. So, exactly. But Goto gets another two points. He gets the four. Like I said, when we talked about last Thursday, he was, already, he was already out of the tournament. So now he's just trying, basically playing not only for pride, but for momentum for World Tag League. Because you got to believe him and Yoshihashi are going to be in World Tag League, most likely. Uh, next, next, we're gonna. Next, it was another dub for the Imperial unit, the Hatchet Jeff Cobb, as he beats Sonata with the Tour of the Islands to get the twelve and zero, still unbeaten at this point. I mean, that made me sad. Yeah, <laughs> that made me sad. It's so crazy. I mean, again, we just said this, but I'm gonna say it again. It's so crazy to me that just last year we were coming up on the final night of B Block last year in in Real Goku, and all he had to do was be evil. And he was in the finals, and he beat Evil with a nice little roll-up and bridge to get the three-count, despite all of Evil trying to cheat the hell out of this thing with Bitch Togo and all that. He still managed to get the victory and go on to have one of the best G1 finals in the history of the tournament. And now this year, he's nowhere even. He wasn't even near it from the start. Well, from the start, he was kind of there, but then he fell off way early and couldn't recover. Which is sad because I really feel like Sonata's just right. He's right there to winning one but of these you know big, what it big, is. big so, these one getting one of these big moments, and it's just not happening. So what it what what it is mainly is that the system is against him because he didn't come through the dojo. Cobb didn't come through the dojo either, but Sonata, instead of him coming, he got denied. I'm going to rephrase it. Sonata got denied for the dojo and went with Muda 
and train with Muda did it did just like the dojo with Muda. And it's like the 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 New Japan recognizes him being trained by Muda, but they don't recognize him as, as being the guy that he should be. Sonata came back and should have been when he came back from his scourge and joined LIJ, he should have been the guy. Right. J Dog, I appreciate the love, man. Have fun at the football game. I appreciate you, bro. I'll talk to you later. You stay up, OG. And it's, and it's very, it's very disappointing to see that a guy with that with that much talent and 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 is a sex symbol basically. He's That's as true. close as a sex symbol in Japan as Tanahashi. This is facts. This is big facts. So Absolutely. it's like, what 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 else do y'all need to pull the trigger? Yeah, he probably getting the endorsement deals over there, but what else do y'all need to pull the trigger to make sure Sonata is 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 is, is the guy? And he need and like you said, he need one of these big wins. He definitely need, he needs to either win the G one, win the New Japan Cup. He's won World Tag League. Long as yes. he was beside Evil, he was good. Yeah, I just I just feel like that is pretty that's pretty that's a pretty sad thing that a guy that talented can't get over the hump because of the fact he didn't come up in their system. And it's just like, you know, come on, like did did Abushi come through the dojo system? I don't think so. Say it again. I said did Abushi come through the dojo system? I don't think so. No. I don't think so. Yeah, no, and yet he, he no. yet he was heavyweight and, and champion. See but see, the, the, here's the thing: the common denominator of that. Yeah, they didn't come through the he, he didn't come through the system, but Abushi showed his loyalty when Kenny and them left to go make AEW. He showed he he also had that same invitation to leave New Japan. His contract was up just like this. And he came back. Ah, so that makes sense. That makes sense. That so makes that sense. that was the one. That's the that's the Wrestle Kingdom, where Osprey knocked him out in the opening match of Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, yeah, I remember that match, man. He they beat the shit out of each other for the never open weight championship. Yeah, you would have thought it was for the IC or the world he- or the heavyweight title. It was for the never yeah, open weight opened, title. They beat the open. It opened Wrestle Kingdom and Abushi went to sleep by the end of his match. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. He got hit with that hidden blade, was knocked out, and he still he was dead weight, clear dead weight when he picked him up for that stormbreaker. Abushi was gone. Yep. I yep. I've, I've watched that match at least three or four times, and I remember yep. that every single time when he got hit with that yep. hidden blade, he was no, he did not know where he was. Gone, and then he missed he missed months, but everybody thought he was leaving to go to AEW, AEW, they tell they you know they do their vlogs and everything and and he's not in none of the vlogs right come to find out he stayed in japan and look at what happened because of his loyalty to new japan this is what this is where he was rewarded all these opportunities that which is awesome. Like, I'm glad that he was given the opportunity, but like I said, I just feel like Sonata. Sonata, should, he's just so talented. He's, he should get that opportunity to be in the big moment and stuff like that. I mean, he came very close last year. 
with the G1 final with Ibushi, which became the longest G1 Climax final in tournament history. And then this year, basically, he was eliminated. He's been eliminated already, and we're not even. We're just getting to the penultimate uh, point of the of the tournament, you know. So it's like, come on, guys. Anyway, I need to be sitting y'all tails down now. Oh my. Oh my. Well, there you go. But um, so let's move on. Let's talk about evil versus Tanahashi. Um. Oh, by the way, uh, oh well, Sage just dropped off. But uh, by the way, I'll make sure I mention this to Sage when he comes back. But uh, on this night of Block B action, uh, he went over five because yeah, that happened. But wait, we'll what? Wait, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. What happened? I was getting ready to say like I say I was about to say I forgot to mention it on this night of Block B action. You went over five because you picked Sonata to beat Cobb, and I knew Cobb was going to win because he's my pick to win the whole tournament. <laughs> and that happened. It was your pick versus my pick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Both, both. There were two matches on this night that it was your pick against mine, and I got them, got them right. It was this. It was Sonata versus Cobb. It wasn't this match because we both picked Tanahashi, and Evil cheated the fuck out of this one to win. Uh, hit him upside the head with the belt. It was all kind of shit from Togo. Yeah, uh, everything is that, evil that. and a one, two, three. Kevin Kelly was pissed off on yeah. commentary. That shit was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, that was. But it, you know, it's a typical evil match. You know, it's a typical evil match. He sit, he goes outside, and he abuses the ring announcer, running people into the ring announcer. Poor Abe San. He's going. Oh, he, I mean, oh, he, oh, he, oh, he got his revenge. We gonna get in. Oh, that game, yeah, that revenge yeah, yeah. came back. We gonna talk about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. but poor Abisan is going to have fucking PSD when he's done bringing out for New Japan because oh, all that PTSD? evil shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah he's going to have all that PTSD dealing with fucking evil, bro. I'm telling you. But, mm-hmm. uh, again, it was a typical evil match, and it was another. It was a victory for him. You know, I went with the whole premise that, you know, he's Tanahashi's a champion, and they like to give title shots to people who beat champions, so there was no way evil could win, right? But sure enough... Here we are. He's a, here's a victory, and uh, Tanahashi was offi- is officially eliminated at this point as well. So there you go. Um, and then finally, in the main event, uh, Mr. Sage here went with his Lord and Savior Tai Chi. I said, Nah, this rainmaker G1 Okada. What you mean? <laughs> but Tai Chi took him to his limit. Took him to his limit. But at the end of the day, it was a Rainmaker. It was a 1-2-3 and another two points for the Rainmaker to go to 6-0 and and 12 points at this point. Taichi is pretty much done with at this time at this time of the tournament. And apparently this was the match where he caused that, it, it, where that rib injury occurred, which has been uh, hampering him through these last uh, couple of shows that he has been a part of. But again, Rainmaker continues to make it rain all over the G1. Pause. That, 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 uh. If you'd have went with Okada with me, you would at least got one. You'd at least got one. And that that's true, but I I couldn't just abandon my Lord and Savior, man. Nah, I feel you. I feel you. So, but that happened, and so that was how Block B action took place on that Saturday, on that Friday, and then we go from Friday, we get a quick turnaround, we go to Saturday, and we go to night 13, and Block A is back front and center after they had their they did their thing on Thursday on Thursday uh, in Sendai. Uh, they are now in Osaka, and 
Of course, the opening match was the Young Lions getting slapped around by uh, the t junior heavyweight tag team champions. So there was that. And then, of course, our special mm -hmm. singles match saw a rematch from last year's New Japan Cup tournament match between Tomohiro Ishii and, Yo and uh, Hiromu Takahashi, which went the opposite direction of what it did last year. Hiromu beat Ishii in the New Japan Cup last year, but this year, Ishii... G1 uh, participant was able to get him with the vertical drop brain buster to get the victory. Let me tell you something. I had so much fun watching this match because it's just so much fun they watching Hiromu Bro, no, dog, listen. <laughs> they was they was beating the living shit out of each other. Like, they beat talk. the shit out of each other. Like, I was hurting. Yeah. I was hurting. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, Hiromu had a very had a very emotional like backstage comments about it afterwards. And Ishii, his comments was like, you know, hey, we're one and one. You know, get your get your weight up and let's do it again. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I, I listen. They, I would you know, love to see that again. The, they're gonna try and look to move Hiromu to heavyweight eventually because he he's as good as most of these heavyweights. So. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, he's won the junior heavyweight championship a million times. He's won the best of super juniors twice, and he's looking to uh, try to successfully defend this year. He's been, he hasn't been junior heavyweight tag team champion yet. I'm pretty That's sure he's true. trying to do that first before he makes the jump, if he is thinking about making the jump. Because uh, I know he's had a lot of interviews, especially during, like, before and during the pandemic, after Will Ospreay made the jump from junior heavyweight to heavyweight after winning best of super juniors and winning the junior title, uh, I think twice afterwards, that he, you know, he was disappointed that Will went to heavyweight and stuff like that. But he, he might have changed his mind since then. We don't know. But anyway, so we opened up the block A with Kenta going up against Zack Sabre Jr. We both went with Zack Sabre Jr. thinking, okay, he's on a roll. He should be able to get this one. Nah. <laughs> Kenta had other ideas and those other ideas was a GTS to the Soy Boy Techers and this put Zack Sabre in a very compromising position because with the victory that moved Kenta to 10 points tied with Zack which means that and we he mentioned this during breaker. the tie yep he owes the tiebreaker we'll talk about that when we get to the standings but this is a very compromising situation for Zack Sabre Jr. Very, just very important just two events ago was undefeated and looking like he was on a basically on a on a fast track to winning the block and going to Tomohiro the finals. Ishii, now but then a loss then a loss to Tomohiro Ishii and now a loss to Kenta has pretty much not derailed, but it's caused the train slow, to kind of slow, slow down slow a little down. bit. Yeah. How'd you like this it's match though, Sage? It was everything I could wish for, because anywhere else in the world this would have been a main event, because this should have been a main event. Oh um, it should have. This match should have been a main event and should have went longer. And if this match goes any long, if this match goes longer, I think Zach wins this match. I'm gonna be honest. If this match goes any longer, I don't think Kenta get gets the long game of hitting the GTS to put uh to put him away. I think he wins it. I went and wins this match, but this match was shorter and it got it, it got put away. And as we said. None of these matches are over 20 minutes you know what's funny? before the break. You know what's funny? And this is actually, wow. I, we haven't done this in a while, but this is our first stat of the day, by the way. Here comes the stat of the day! 
I know I said that the, most of the matches aren't over 20 minutes before the break. This match went 22 minutes and 24 seconds. <laughs> we had the same reaction. <laughs> this match went 22 minutes and 24 seconds. And All right, that's, New Japan. That's our first stat of the day. Yo, we had the same exact reaction. <laughs> For those who are listening, we literally had the same reaction. I sit at the top and I lean back and Sage lean back the same way. <laughs> like, so, it makes no sense. Sense. Like, <laughs> ain't none of these matches, and that's probably the only one that's been twenty something minutes. That's before the break. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, that was the only one. What? <laughs> what? I mean, I'm I I got I need more I'm time to go back and look. I need to go. I need more time to go back and look at all the rest of them before this to see if there were eighty ones that were twenty minutes before no, the break. No, but I don't no, think so. We kept up with that. We kept up with kind of that, even though it wasn't the stat of the day. We kind of kept up with that. They, none of these matches are because you kept calling them out for real, for real. That yeah. you know matches were going ten, uh, fifteen minutes, twelve minutes, seventeen minutes. Even Abushi was going 19 minutes, but never broke the 20 minute mark before the the break. What? <laughs> Listen, I ain't the match enough. that should have been the main event is the match that's the longest match before the break so far this whole tournament. This is, you know what I. You know what? And, and Sage, and Sage, and Sage, I'm going to piss you off even more. Not only was it the longest match before the break, it was the longest match of the night. <laughs> it was the longest match the, of the night. What was the main event? Ibushi versus Okan. I felt like that was 25 minutes or more. It was 20 minutes and 22 seconds. And Shingo and Shingo and Tango was 19 minutes and 8 seconds. And then Yano and Yujiro, which we're about to talk about next, went 10 minutes and 23 seconds. It ended with a which count was, out because Yujiro got handcuffed. Listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't don't kink shame don't kink shame me, but I was sitting there in the back of my mind saying, Yujiro like the shit. <laughs> Yujiro like the shit. <laughs> He probably do. You notice he didn't come out of that zone. He was, I don't know. Look, you know what? Oh, yeah, we're gonna leave that alone. But Yano, Yano got the victory. He moved up to eight points. At one point, it looked like he was kind of in the running, but at this point, he's pretty much done. Usual's long since done. But the fact that he is Yano done, is Yano done? Uh, let me well, when we look at the standings. After after what happened on the fourth on the thirteenth, yeah, he's done. At this at this point, he wasn't done quite yet. But when we get to the thirteenth, that matches where he's done at this point. But right here, he was still in the running for the most part. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Because okay. you gotta remember, yeah. you had two. You already had after the first 
first match, two men get to ten, are at 10 points. Kenta moved up, and Zack stayed at 10. Then the next matchup, Shingo and Tangaloa, they absolutely just beat the crap out of each other. That was awesome. And uh, Shingo won to get the 10 points. But, uh, but then you had Ibushi win over Okan with the Kamigoye to get the 12 points. So at this point, it was like, oh, he's at 12 points. Okay, right. Let's go. Okay. So there you go. And, I mean, you called it. You said that because um, you picked Ibushi as, long, as well as I did. You said that basically Okan's tournament was over at this point. Oh, yeah. Okan's tournament, well, Okan, tournament is dead. It, it was, boy, that was a sinking ship. Once he, when he hit that brick wall, it was it. That was it. Yep. That was yep. it. And he only had one more match to go, which was on the 13th against Shingo. But it was his chances to make the finals were slim to none at that point. But Slim had already went out the window when he got kneed in the face. So there you go. But, I mean, again, to Sage's point, and I have to agree with this point, the fact that the match that was right before intermission between Kenta and Zach went twenty over 20 minutes. It went 22 minutes and 24 seconds, and it was the third match on the card, whereas your main event only went 20 minutes and 22 seconds, and that was your main event. I really think, though, that I think the matchmakers kind of got it wrong, and they should have had uh, Zach and Kenta be the main event. But I think the problem is, this is the problem. Okay, so here's the problem. How is your world heavyweight champion not in the main event? Is it because he's facing Tangaloa? Your world I, champion should yeah, be in the main event regardless yeah. because he's the world fucking heavyweight champion. Not true. Not true. It's, it's the How? So the, the, all right, so the way New Japan operates is who is he facing? It's, and is he, he's not facing them for the title. He's just facing them in the G1 climax. So if he's not facing them for the title, then who is his opponent? So if it's like, Great Ocon, um, uh, Abushi, Zach, Kenta. He's not in the main event. And then some of those matches weren't in the main event. Him versus Ishii. Like some of these matches that even he was in, that were match these those matches that I name all. He still wasn't in the main event because of. What is a looking better match? And especially because, let's say, with Zach, Zach was on a roll. So now Zach kind of should be in these main events, but they also are in the G1. It also gives, as we've seen this morning, it also gives um, – Hold on, we – Say should be jumping back in in just a bit to finish his point. But again, that was what happened on the ninth. Um, Sage actually went two and two on the night. I went three and one. Uh, I think we both missed on we both missed on Zack Saber Jr. But yeah, we both missed on Zack Saber Jr. But I was able to get Yano, Shingo, and Ibushi correct while he went with Yujiro over Yano and got the and and didn't get it. Sage. You gotta unmute yourself there, but oh, never mind. He's talking. Um, but uh, yeah, so we went we three and one, and you know what's funny? I haven't. I didn't even do the record for after this week. I just didn't have. 
20 minutes before we went on live and stuff. So I just did not have time to be able to look at some stuff like that. But um, we'll back to Sage's point in just a minute. But I do want to move ahead to uh, next night of block action, which took place on Tuesday. And that was, here we go. Night 14, uh, Block B action. Uh, they were at the beautiful Zebion Arena in Sendai. Uh, the last time that New Japan was in the Zebion Arena in Sendai, it was during the New Japan Cup tournament where they had an earthquake happen literally live on, on during the show. And it was, yeah, it was, it was very, it was, it was a crazy time. It was a crazy uh, situation. Uh, and, but luckily this time around with them being in Sendai and the Zebion Arena for this event, uh, no earthquakes, no, no, no natural disasters of any kind happened. It was just some good wrestling and more G1 action. So, of course, it opened with uh, Owiwa. So I'm finally starting to learn this kid's name. It's Owiwa. Uh, Ryohei Owiwa. That's his name, Ryohei Owiwa. I've been practicing saying that. I've been saying it a lot. That way I don't, because I've been butchering it on his freaking podcast since he debuted. So it's uh, Ryohei Owiwa is his name. All right, there he is. He's back. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so you want to finish your point? or you want to you, you want to finish your point or you want to just go where, ahead and move where, on to Block where, B? Where I, where I drop off at? Where I drop off at? I don't even remember. <laughs> I'm going to be honest um, with you. Oh, the main event thing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have, if you look at some of these cards like, um, like Okada and Sonata, right? It, it's a, it's a main of it. It's a main event caliber match. One Sonata made the finals last year. Sonata, uh, when he came back from excursion, he attacked Okada. Like these are main event caliber matches that oversight the the title. So it would be you would think Tanahashi would have been in the in, in the main event because he's the U.S. champion. No, uh, and and Okada been running that block it so far. Why would I keep putting Why would I keep putting Tanahashi there? So it it, it, it New Japan when it comes to the G one and the World Tag League and and all the tournaments they do it differently, and it right. it, it, it it works out though it works out, but it does that work. that. That Zach and and Kenta match should have been a main event match. No, you're right. No, no, I, I feel you though on that one. That's why I was saying I was like that should have been a main event, but it wasn't. So we're looking at Block B and, and and Sage while you were while you were away. I just I finally was able to be able to fully and properly pronunciate uh, one of the young lions' name is Ryohei Owiwa. That's his name, Ryohei Owiwa. I was struggling with that. Is shit. that the one with the angry face? Yeah, that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, Oiwa. That's his name, Oiwa. So, you know, he of course it opened. And I was also mentioning, I said that this is the first time New Japan had been in Sendai at the uh, Zebion Arena since that day during the New Japan Cup <laughs> where they had the earthquake. Yep, yep. You know? <laughs> but thankfully mm-hmm. there were no natural disasters, as I said, on this night. It was just some wrestling. So, of course, Hiromu had to slap him around. Hiromu's... Plan and purpose for these two young line matches he had in, in, in Sendai was just chop the shit out of them and see if they're gonna return fire. And next thing you know, you had two young lines with chests looking like hamburger meats. Mm-hmm. Yo, I don't know why. Look, so 
Sage mentioned it earlier about our, our days in, in backyard wrestling. And one of the thing one of the things you knew was there are certain people who you don't want to get chopped by because it's not gonna be a fun time. And I think in New Japan, Hiromu is one of those that has that reputation. You don't want to get chopped by him. <laughs> like you don't want to get chopped him, by Hiromu Ishi. Facts. Evil. Facts. Oh my goodness. Ishii. You already said Ishii, but you got to say it again. Gatsby. That's true. Ishii. Right. And when I say Ishii, it's not because I'm saying Ishii because of Ishii. Ishii does three different chops. Yep. He does the regular chest, the upper chest and close to your, your uh, neck, and then he chops. It chops your throat. <laughs> oh no! Look, he's so he's so he's so he, Sage is so into it. He, he's his his mic is gone. But um, so after you know after Hiromu went and just just chopped the absolute piss out of poor uh, Io, Oiwa, poor Oiwa. We would have our next, our first block match for Block B. We would have Tama Tonga going up against Tai Chi. And again, we both went with Tai Chi. I thought the Holy Emperor would find a way. You know, he he's been on he was on a losing streak at this point, but now it's you know we're, we're hopefully he's going to pick it up. He's going to turn it around. He's going to get it here. Tama Tonga, first time in the G One in a few years, and at this point only had one win. So you thought that Tai Chi had the opportunity to get it, but unfortunately that was not the case. Um, unfortunately, Tai Chi did fall to the gun stun of Tama Tonga. The match went 12 minutes and 58 seconds, so almost 13 minutes, and Tama Tonga managed to finally get another two points on the board to get the four. So he's got some. He got a chance to hopefully, but then he would do what he did today, which was the which was going to rock the world, but. He already begun it by getting this victory over over Tai Chi. Um, Sage, I'm, I'm, are you ready to talk about your Lloyd and Savior? And I guess he's not. <laughs> but um, I think I think yeah. I, tai Chi tried a lot harder in this tournament, but he fell harder. Is how I feel about this. That's how I feel about this. Is that. Tai Chi, tai Chi tried a lot harder in this tournament than he did last year. Like, his first couple matches last year, he just didn't give a fuck. But then he had to go across, he had to come across his own boss, uh, fucking Minoru Suzuki. And, yeah, it was, hold on, guys, sorry about that. I'm still, I'm still modding while potting, so, you know, I gotta do what I gotta do. There we go. Um, but I just feel like, uh, and here his his sage back here again. Sage. Don't get married. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't understand. Like we're doing this off our phones. It'd be different if we were in studio. We're doing this off our phone, off off, uh, off my phone, and off his laptop. Yeah. And until I change the SSD to my laptop, I have to do it off my phone. But the problem is, 
everybody knows since the G1 isn't been instated that it's on, it's going. I record on Thursday. Because last year was Sunday. Exactly. But it's been made clear that every Thursday I record. So this Thursday, which is understand, kind of understandable, but when my wife left for work, I was catching up and making sure I, I had everything for this podcast today. Which I now that I'm, I'm remembering, I did say something to her about it. I didn't think I did, but I did. Because I said, she said, you watching this? I said, yeah, because we record this evening. And she blow, she's been, this is the third time she has called my phone <laughs> and cut me out. So, what we're going to do is, ladies and gentlemen, she won't be calling no more. So, let's get back to this. Yes, right. I, I, oh, I heard about you talking about my Lord and Savior. Listen, I'm just, I'm just giving, I'm just giving you, I'm just giving you what I see from my perspective as a fan. Last year, he started off very, very lackluster until he came across Suzuki and Suzuki knocked him in his mouth. And then he finally got a fire up his ass and did good last year. This year, he started hot and fell hard. And I'm like, I don't, and I just. Honestly, it's because of his rib injury. Because well, the rib injury is... happened against Okada. How can you explain them everything before Okada, though? That's my question. Because look, he had two wins, and he's now lost five in a row after losing to Thomas Hunger. Oh, true that. And the rib and the rib injury happened before. If rib injury happened, no, the match with Okada. But it, it's ever since that. No, ever since Evil. Ever since the Evil loss, he ain't bounced back. That is true, though, because ever since even that evil, told, loss, and I think that mentally broke him because now it's also he normally don't have to watch Mio in his corner. So now that it, it, it's a thing of I got to watch Mio because now I don't trust anybody. And I think his focus has been split since she's been back, which is, think- it's, it's, it's lovely seeing Mio out there. It is, and it's crazy because, I mean, in this match with Tama, of course, you know, uh, Gato was now Jato's at ring, so massive, massive heater. But he's not, he, but he's, he's not, not the type. doing that. Yeah, he's yeah, not, he's he's not the type to do that. But Tachi, it, it's Bullet Club, so I'm, I'm ganging all Bullet Club together for real. Yeah. So. But it's crazy. It's crazy though that Jado went from master heater to massive heater. Like, when did he make that change? That's what I wanted. To know. I know he the, got the pandemic. The pandemic. Well, during during the majority of the pandemic, he was known as master heater. It just he just became massive heater. Like what, two three months ago? Because did you have you seen him since he's been since we've been Bro, back with a crowd? I have seen him. He, he he was not that. Jacked. He is in his fifties and he's jacked. jacked, bro. I, I get he's it. More jacked than Vince McMahon right now. That's facts. I'm not even gonna hold you. That's facts. And we know Vince McMahon is jacked. Nah, Jado can beat Vince McMahon straight up. No bullshit. But anyway, all right. Let's get to. Let's Jesus. Christ. All right, we're gonna move on. Uh, next. Again, the reason why I have not picked Yoshihashi in this tournament at all is because of this reason here. Because I knew he wasn't beating no Sonata. Even though Sonata's long since out of, out of the running, out of the money, we knew Sonata was going to beat him. 
I'm just glad that Sonata didn't make the mistake of going for too many Muda moonsaults and letting Yoshihashi catch him slipping. He, he went with what he knows, he what he's good at, which is that skull and submission hole, and he tapped his monkey ass out. Hey, that was a pun. Good job. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Hold on. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, I like I like dumbass The Bochan, the bull stuff. Yeah. Anyway. What and you know what's funny? You know what's funny? You know you know what's funny? You know what's funny? Like he beats he beat Yoshihashi, right? And then his next match he has against Goto, which we're going to talk about later on. But the result of that one, Kevin Kelly actually mentioned it. That now he'd be two out of three of the never open weight champions, six-man champions, and he can shoot for a shot. Yeah, that's right. He can go He can go grab Naito, he can go grab Naito and uh, fucking uh, either well, uh, Bushi or Hiromu. Naito, Naito got to hold, you know, he got to hold his knee up, you know. Yeah, that's he gotta, true. He got to. Yeah. bro. Can you hold up? Can you imagine though if he does go for the Denver Six Man and Naito's still injured? Can you imagine the three Six Man team, a Sonata, uh, Bushi, and Hiromu winning the Never Six Man Tag Team Title? Listen, listen, <laughs> listen, listen. I need my man. I need my man to. Uh, <laughs> I need them to put some respect on Sonata, though. Yo, can no, but can you imagine though? Yeah, Sonata and Bushiromu versus but Yoshihashi, then, Hiroki Goto, and Tomoyo Ishii. But here's the crazy part: What's the that? the highlight of that match is going to be Hiromu and uh, Tomohiro Ishii. Facts, big facts. They, yeah, mm-hmm. big facts because they're be one the and one because they're one and one against each other. So they got something got to give. What if Hiromu? What if Hiromu get that pinfall on him? Right in this, right in that six man jump, mm. right? Like mm-hmm. dropping with time bomb or time bomb two and getting oh! time bomb two. Listen, you ain't gonna be able to tell me shit if Hiromu Takahashi get into a six never six man tag team title match with Ishii and pins it with time bomb two. You ain't gonna tell me, you can't tell me shit. <laughs> Nothing at all. Nothing not at, at all. all. Nope, not at all. All right, next. Um, so I said on the podcast last week, I just didn't give a fuck. I picked Chase to win this match against Okada. Like, go, knowing that Okada was most likely going to win it, but I just didn't give a fuck. I had to get behind my man's at least once when it, all odds were against him. Now, granted, yes, he did lose. He tapped out to the money clip. But, but he had to modify the money clip to tap him out. That exactly. was the problem. That, that showed that Chase came in. Chase came in with two calibers of, of people that he reminded me of going against Okada. He yep. reminded me of Kenny. He reminded me of Kenny so much versus Okada. And it was so well to see it be emulated the way that it did because it was emulated. He emulated Kenny with those knees. And not just the name of the C trigger, but there were certain things that he did to Okada that only Kenny was able to do. But then he also did other things that were, and being well prepared that he was, like Jay White. And it was just like, oh my God. Yeah. He might win this jump. 
Yeah, it was it was it was great. It was great to see, and again another fine, another great performance from Chase. Another great performance. another great performance. What a notch on his belt it would have been for him to in one G one knock off two of the greatest New Japan performers in history oh. in one tournament. How awesome would that have fucking oh. been for Chase to leave the G one to say, "Yo, I beat the Ace and the Rainmaker in the same tournament." That's why I picked. Would, I'm like, "Yo, it's gotta to be, happen." He would have to be back here next year he would have to be well i think he's back in next year regardless especially yeah, after what happened Tana this Hashi. morning yeah he, he beat, beat Tanahashi, and then what and he then, did this morning absolutely as, as much as as sad as as sad as i was about it i was i was happy for him because he did he deserved it he deserved it chase chase deserved it and um Hagley coming up Yep, yep, yep. Uh, next, a lot of momentum going in the tag league. Yep, and then next up we would have uh, – so that got Okada to 14 points, uh, and then we would see Evil get the 12 points. He defeated Hiroki Goto. It's not much to say about it. It's a typical Evil match. He went 14 minutes, 16 seconds. It's a typical Evil match and knocks horrible. Goto down. Goto was already eliminated at this point, so now Evil's trying to cement himself to get there. Then in the main event, we saw Tanahashi going up against Jeff Cobb, and of course, my Woo! pick for the tournament had to do what he had to do best, and that's take my man Tana on a nice little tour of the islands. Yeah, we both pick Cobb. We both pick Cobb. The only one we differed on, the only one we differed on was Okada Chase. You got that one right, and I got that one wrong. Then we got, but we both got Taichi wrong because of uh, Tomatonga. <sighs> so we ended up. You went four and one. I went three and two. Thanks, thanks, Tom. I appreciate you. <laughs> you could have went. You could have went undefeated before for Tomatonga. I'm just saying. I know, but then I, I'm also like that rib injury is hindering the hell out of. Uh, at this point like right it, it's just looking it's looking starting to really look down still from there so right but with this victory for Cobb it essentially it essentially left the B block at this point in the tournament as a four horse race basically it was Jeff Cobb and Okada at the top at 14, and basically, well, it's three-horse race, I should say. Jeff Cobb and Okada at the top at 14, and then Evil right behind him at, th at 12. It was basically a three-horse race at this point. I say at this point because of what happened this morning made it into what is going to be coming up next week. So uh, that's your B-block action that took place on night 14, and we move on. We move on to the more A-block action on night 15. This took place last Wednesday. And it also took place at the Zebion Arena in Sendai. And, of course, it started off with Kosei Fujita also getting chopped to shit by Hiromu Takahashi before tapping out to the Boston Crab. I enjoyed that a lot. And then we would have our special singles match. This was the night that Kota Ibushi and Naito were supposed to face off. But, unfortunately, uh, Naito, again, injured in the first match of the G1, had to withdraw and forfeit. So everybody that he was supposed to face already got the two points for that. So, Abushi uh, went head up against Kojima. Let me tell you something. Kojima north of 50, I think. Yep. And that motherfucker still, still goes like he's in his 30s. That's yeah. dead ass. That's, I, I, dead, that's dead ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dead ass. Like, this dude, Kojima, been... And they say it a lot. He's been wrestling for 30, year, 30 plus years, and he still goes like he is, like, 
he still goes like he's a 20, in his 20s, 30s, yeah. man. It's like fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, does this dude never age? Is he, what's going on here? It's absolutely insane, but it just goes to show. And then, look, he put in the same effort against Ibushi as if Satoshi Kojima was trying to get two points in the G1. He didn't take yeah. he didn't take that match and work that match like it was just like oh whatever he worked that match like he was in the but that G1. was that was just like Blue Justice versus um what's his name uh what's his name Damn. you saw a Shingo yeah he was yeah, fighting yeah. like he wanted a title shot immediately. That- that that's true. He was like he was fighting like he wanted a title shot like right then and there. So yeah, by the way, he, reti- by the, he retired from G one. Yep. So by the way, Satoshi Kojima is fifty one years old. His birthday was just I mean, his old. birthday was just last his, his birthday was just last month. He just turned fifty one, and he put in oh, a yeah, performance yeah, yeah, like yeah, that yeah. against Kota fucking Ibushi because yeah, he um he was actually here. He was actually in the U S um last month and then when naito uh went out at the beginning of the tournament he flew back to japan that's why he's filling in matches on this end of the tour it's been two weeks so he's clear to go ahead yeah 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 because he was on this side of the globe and as you know he had a match with uh john moxley on all uh at all out which led to the emergence of minoru suzuki and led to that whole situation yo can we talk about Suzuki for a second? Can we talk about Suzuki versus Danielson on Friday night for a second? Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> listen, listen. I'm ready. I'm ready. I don't know if I'm ready, bro. I'm gonna be I completely am. honest with you. I, I don't am. know if I'm ready, bro. I am. I, oh my this is god. one of the matches that uh, Danielson wanted, and that's why he wanted to leave WWE. This is they 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 but they were going to give him an open contract to go wherever he was going, but he was supposed to be the liaison because they was going to send him over to Japan, and he was going to be the liaison. But he had to go under the name of uh, Daniel Bryan when they know him over there as Brian Danielson. Right. So he's like, you know. Is that the way I want to do this, or do I want to do this on my own terms? He want to do it on his own terms. Then Suzuki came into all elite for Josh, and it was like, oh, here's a fun match. And I looked, I was on Twitter yesterday, and I just happened to scroll past, and I went, that ain't right. Uh, yo, real talk though, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest with you. They was, I think, one of these wrestling news sites. I don't know if it was Culture or Wrestle Cult or uh, or uh, what culture. What one of them was talking about it, and I thought it was a tag match. I thought him and Suzuki were tagging, but then I saw the graphic again. And I said it was like Daniel said versus Suzuki, and I said, "Oh my dear sweet baby Jesus!" <laughs> like, I'm ready. I'm Lord. ready. Oh man, I cannot wait! I cannot wait, and I'm definitely gonna be talking this up on Saturday with with Seth on the podcast. I can't wait to talk about this one. So remember, this Saturday we're streaming this live around six o'clock on Saturday for the podcast. Make sure you tune in. We're streaming it live on Twitch, and the audio will go up on Sunday. So let's move on. I just had to get that out there real quick. Yeah, I had to get that out. I I was wondering where we're gonna do that, and we didn't talk about that in pre-production, but I'm glad we did. Uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
right, so now we, we begin block A action on this night. Tomohiro Ishii and Yujiro. And again, and Sage shocked the shit out of me two, three weeks ago when he said this, but now I'm starting to believe it. Yujiro Takahashi does belong in the G1. This dude has just been putting in absolute work in this G1. Last Yo. year, his work weight last year wasn't as good as it was this year. It, it, honestly. It, 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 it. He had control of the matches, but the comeback part of the match, he couldn't stop. He's been stopping the comeback part of the match and almost literally closing the match out. But then people like Tomohiro Ishii, all he got to do is lift you up for the brain busting. That's it. That's it. Like, Tomohiro Ishii is a whole different animal. Like, I, I keep saying that. Like, you would think Tomohiro Ishii is my favorite person. I say Tomohiro Ishii so much. Tomohiro Ishii is a what he call himself a stone, stone pit, pit bull. bull. Exactly. It's ridiculous. Bull. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. His tight his his Titantron his entrance video and music was actually put up on New, on New Japan's uh, YouTube channel. Uh, music Tunes, Tunes. Tunes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually li- I actually looked and listened to it twice. So there you go. Anyway, um. So next after this matchup, we would have Bullet Club action. We would have Kenta going up against Tangaloa. Wasn't no shenanigans for much of the match until the end. (laughs) Until the end. No, you see what I did there? I said there wasn't much shenanigans in the match until the end, where Kenta showing the veteran instinct that he has hit a nice schoolboy. Put them feet right up on the ropes and got the pitfall. Even Tagaloa had to be like, you know what? Yeah, you got me. I, like, you know what? Are you? Are you? Oh, 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 you gonna skip him kicking the rope in, in, uh, in between Gator Lee? Oh shit! I and forgot about that part. He, he Listen, I be watching these early in the morning. I be watching these early in the morning. I be half asleep, right. so I be missing Yo, shit, man. Not only, not only did he kick the rope in between Gator Lee, he turned around. And then, uh, dang, what did he do? Uh, he had to, he grabbed the kinder, kinder stick, and he was about to hit uh, Tangaloa with it, and then he fell like Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> he even used the Eddie Guerrero tactic. Oh my god! Oh man, I, I love, love it. it. Awesome, I awesome it. shit from Kenta. And, and listen, uh, one other thing about Kenta that I love the most—not just his in-ring work, the backstage comments be wild. <laughs> They just need a, honestly, New Japan needs to make a, a compilation of the G1. Hence the backstage comments throughout the G1 from every night that he was on that jump. Because Kenta is, and, and this is the part that I hated about WWE when they didn't use Kenta. Because even in Noah, when Kenta talked, like when he got into his personality, Kenta was hilarious. Kenta is funny, and now he's back in the people of of his culture he's expressing more he always expressed more oh it was amazing it was hilarious i will say this though kenta and i i I will say this though kenta and i mean this with the greatest respect in the world you gotta let bochan go you gotta let her go she's gone you gotta let her go you gotta move on you gotta move on keep you keep obsessing over her it's gonna hurt you let let her go you had your time you had your fun with her it was a fun time, but she's gone now. You got to move on. Okay, why am I saying this anyway? <laughs> I just like First that. First of all, <laughs> before you before you even go anywhere with this, she's never gone. She's just in the other block. 
You're right. <laughs> You're right. You're right. All right, let's move on. We will go from that match to, of course, the typical shenanigans of a Toriano match. And, of course, oh, a, a typical Toriano match, it didn't even go 10 minutes. It was 6 minutes and 42 seconds. Zack Sabre Jr. wasn't about the bullshit today. He tapped him out with the arm, arm, arm lock and got the victory really quick. First of all. First he of barely all, took any all, damage. First of all, no, 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 you can't say that. First of all. This match started off hilarious. Zach runs up behind Toriano doing his entrance and start choking him out. Oh yeah, that's right. We didn't even get to hear the whole. We didn't even get the whole hear the whole Toriano entrance because this is the fifth match. So obviously I was about to get that work in, and we didn't even get that. Zach Saber said, "Nah, fuck all this. Nah, we're not doing this." That came up out of nowhere and grabbed him behind and every they get choked. He was trying to put him away. Then ends up saying to him, I mean, ends up, he handcuffs that. Uh, Tur- Yano handcuffs that. As he handcuffs that, he's trying to handcuff Zach to the guardrail. Zach go, oh, no, you don't. <laughs> we handcuffed together. <laughs> oh, that was, that, to me, that was a match of the night. I don't care. And then, on top, and then on top of that, because he was handcuffed to him, when he put him in that arm lock, Yano had no, it stretched him so much. Yano had no choice but to tap out. He was like, he was done. He was done. And he had the key, but he couldn't get to the key in time. And he just tapped out. But that was the shortest match of the night. That's probably the shortest match of the tournament, to be honest with you. I have to go back and look. But that was probably the shortest match of the tournament. Yeah, because most of his tournament matches have been long this time off. Yeah, because, I mean. He's been actually putting in some work and trying to get them schemes off. Yeah, even which is him crazy versus because uh, last because you remember last year he he, had he wasn't set, even he, making six minute matches. His total his total match time in nine matches of the G one last year was one hour and thirty four seconds. So he's probably surpassed that at this point through all. Yeah, he's, he, well, he surpassed he probably, that. He, he probably, probably, he probably will he, he probably won't surpass it. He'll probably get close to it because remember he's won less match because he does have Naito. So he's got one less match. But didn't he have a match that went like 13 minutes or something like that? I had to go back and look. I'll, I'll look it up. We'll talk about it next week. And I um, think that's why a lot of his match times are longer because he doesn't, you know, he's not facing Naito. Well, ne- well, next week I'll have all the stats of who had the lo- the, the highest match highest. match time and who had the shortest and all that other stuff. So we'll Y'all talk about it next week. We know that. But go yeah, ahead. we know that. And then and it's funny because that match was the, was the, semi, was the semifinal. And then the main event was uh, Takagi beating Great Okan, which effectively, if it had not already done so, this effectively ended Okan's tournament at this point because this was his this was his last block match. His last match of, tur- of the event of the tour is a non-tournament match because he was supposed to face Knights on the final night. But and I knew it. I knew. But it. This, I knew that this, was about to happen. But this got Takagi to 12 points, and that would bring up a very interesting scenario, which we'll get into in just a minute. But Here's the funny thing, though, Sage. You knocked it out the park this. You you knocked it out the park this day. You got four and zero. You knocked it out the park. You did. You did. Out that window right there. That's right. What, 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 what evil say? But guess what? But guess right what? There. I knocked it out the park too. I went four and zero too. God damn it! Finally, on the thirteenth of October, I finally get all of them right. It took me this long to get here. What the fuck? Hey, Jesus. hey, hey. Oh, oh, wait, I got you. How you doing, sir? 
it's great over here, ain't it? Fuck you. <laughs> hey, I could have rubbed it in. I could have rubbed it in and been like, but how many guy. have I had this tournament? I hate this fucking guy. I hate this fucking guy. But this instead of guy. that, I said, I opened the door and said, come in, friend. It's always great over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Oh my God! All right, well let's. All right, well let's move on. And we got so the what last, happened we got this, this morning. Yep, what happened this morning? We had Block B action this morning. Let's bring us to where we are now, which is the pivotal point of the tournament. We have the final two nights of Block coming up next week, and then the finals next week. Oh man! But in Yama, Yamagata, of course, Bushiromu would slap around the young lions, of course, and everything like that. Bushi said in backstage comments, "Hey, I didn't feel much anything, but they got energy, so that's cool." And Hiromu was like, "Yes, they got energy, 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 energy." And you made me hurt. You, I never like I really show that, but you made me hurt. Oh, that's a good thing. Good. So there you go. Then we would open with Block B action, and guess who was on the case? My man Chase. My man Chase is on the case, dropping Tai Chi with the package pile driver. When I hear someone hit that package pile driver, I, was, driver, hey, I got happy I was, as shit. I was, I like, was Let's go. happy and sad. I was happy and sad at the same time because he lifts Tai Chi up, and I'm like, after watching his last match, and I'm like, you got him up, and you got him up, drop his ass. And it was like, so you gonna drop him or nah? And he dropped him on his head. I was like, oh no, that's Tai Chi. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was hype. I was like, boo. I was like, let's go. Like, and like, he got the pin like, oh, I was like, yo. Oh, by the, the way. And I was like, hey, yeah. By, uh, by the way, by the way, small flex, small flex. But if you watched the, sh- the night that he faced Okada, a certain somebody <clears throat> got a shout out from the, from the Crown Jewel on New Japan World. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay? Hundreds, of, like thousands and thousands of people heard the name DC People Shab or New Japan World. I'm just saying. You okay? <laughs> I you just are? had to flex. I just had so to flex. And gen- so, so, ladies and gentlemen, and I hope Chase is watching this too. Um, <clears throat> I knew this was coming. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say anything about it because I I was waiting for this flex. And I was really, really waiting for this flex. Like, I haven't said anything about We went through it, right? And he didn't say it. And I was like, oh, he ain't say it. All right, cool. Like, I'm just sitting here like, yeah. Uh-huh. And he just and he just drops the bomb. And I'm like, all right, there it is. That, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop the flex when you least expect it. Not when you expect hey, to say it. Hey, fam. Do you. Listen. Go ahead. I ain't, I ain't mad at you. You, you, you're, you. You got the flat, man. Yeah, yeah. All right. And then uh, move it. Let's move move it along. Sonata getting his second win in a row. Uh, he defeated Hiroki Goto. This time he didn't tap him out. He got him with that little O'Connell bridge that he normally does very, very well. Yeah. Um, and he got the victory. And his backstage comments were very simple and straightforward. It was just this. He was like, and that was it. No words were said. That's all he did. I, I guess he said he got hit in the throat or something like that, and he couldn't talk, so <laughs> that's all he did. Uh, right before he did the O'Connor roll, remember Goto hit him with the reverse GTR. 
And that's probably what fucked his throat up. And, and, he, and he hit him right on the throat. Yep. Yeah, but that was a pretty good match, though. That was a pretty good match. I like that. It one. was. It was. It was. And then, at that. and then Tanahashi beat Yoshihashi again. This is why I don't pick Yoshihashi for shit because I know he's not gonna win, and the ones he do win, I get pissed off at because I'm like he shouldn't have won it anyway. But uh, this is one I knew he was gonna win this one, and when he went up for when he hit it with Ace's high for the second time and went up for the high five floor a second time, I said if Yoshihashi gets his knees up, hits him with karma, and beats him, I'm yeeting my TV out of my seventh story window. I'll just win on my seventh floor apartment. I'm yeeting my TV. Thankfully, I have two more, but I'm yeeting this TV. <laughs> it's not because there's no way in fucking hell that Yoshihashi should beat Tanahashi. And thankfully, when he hit, actually hit high fly floor, I said, okay, we're good. We're good. We're good. Absolutely. We're good. I have no problem. I think I only, I, I think I missed two this, this, this uh, show, too. I think I missed two. Uh, yes, you the first two. match and the last match. That's right. That's right. Oh, we missed. We missed the same ones that we, oh, we had the oh, same ones right. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Because and then, was, in in a in a in a in a perspective line, this is a simple. This is a simple card. We think we know who winning this shit. Yeah. Then so, in, the, in the semifinal, Chase on the case, and then in the semifinal, of course. My man, the Imperial Unit, the, the the Hatchet, United Empire, Jeff Cobb, took evil on a nice little tour on the island. Dick Toe could do shit about it, evil. <laughs> now, we were saying something earlier, and we, we, we were touching on about evil and Abe-san. Now, evil got his just dessert, because Jeff Cobb was tired of that shit, too. Jeff Cobb put him in the seat, had him sit down, had him hold the mallet for the timekeeper, and then told him, he said, sit down. Went around and told Dick Togo, come in. Threw him into and threw him right into the timekeeper's table, right on evil ass. That's what that was get. That was beautiful. Mm, that was absolutely beautiful. So mm, fucking mm, beautiful, mm, bro. I loved every minute of that. And then when he got hit with that tour of the Dick islands, I, I loved it when Dick Togo was knocked out and he had, he couldn't stop Evil from taking a tour of the islands. And see, so he had to take that whole tour of the islands. And I, I said, y'all... And look, Kevin Kelly was marking the fuck out on commentary. Yeah, he was he, like, tour of the islands, tour of the islands, one, two, he did it, yes. I was like, yo, Kevin going because crazy this, right now. But this is the thing, this is the thing. Jeff, this, Jeff, if Jeff Cobb loses to evil, evil Evil will, is actually a leg up and only will have to beat Sonata to get into the... He would have to beat Sonata and then... Okada would have to lose. Okada. Yeah, he right. would to, A cop has to beat Okada. But, un, uh, but, uh, but, but, but with this, this effectively has ended Evil's chances of making a block final. He has ha. no chance of making it because the top two have all beaten him. He has no chance. He's done. So then huh? we go to our main event. Tomatonga in his very first singles main event going up against a man whose main event in so many singles matches in his career in Kazuchika Okada. And we thought it was a lock that Okada man, was walking did. into that final night of block unbeaten against an unbeaten cop for the block. But Tomatonga had other ideas. He had a gun and stun waiting on him. He had a gun stun and a bloody Sunday and a one, two, three. And the... 
Chase beating Tana was the biggest upset of the tournament thus far, with Ibushi being beat by Yujiro as a second. Both of those got trumped by this. No, no, no. Who no, no, in the no, no. hell would have saw me, this let coming? Me tell you this. Hold on, hold on. Uh, me. Because remember, I've been speaking these theories that's going to happen. Remember, I kept putting all of these theories into place. I just kept getting the person wrong. The theory that I came up with was one of them are going to lose. They're going to need to win in the block final just to make the finals. Now, crazy part of it all is, do you see the the three upsets of this tournament? Do you see the common denominator in them? Bullet Club. <laughs> it is. Bullet Club. Bullet Club for life. And you know what's funny? The funny part about this is, is out of the three upsets, the three biggest upsets of this tournament, two of them are regular Bullet Club, and it was the one from the House of Torture. But technically, he's regular Bullet Club, too. Yeah, he's just in a subsection of Bullet Club. Now he's in a sub, but he's in both, technically. He just helping out with the sub, but he's in both. He's been he's been he's been right there behind he been right there behind uh Tamatanga. He was he came in throughout went through that AJ Styles era when Bullet Club took off on the map. Yeah. When Kenny the the clean Omega emerged. Like so Yujiro been there. Chase been there. Tonga, they a one day one. So it's like yo, Bullet Club plays spoiler in this jump, which that brings to your point, and and that brings to um. What was first that brings to block A action? Yeah, um, let's see. I think I did the math. Yeah, I did the math on this wrong. Okay, so basically, so that ends off uh, this week's uh, recap action. We're got we're about to get into the standings, but right now, when it looks at the pick standings, I kind of recovered this week. I'm not gonna catch Sage probably. Because Sage is at 51 and 22. I'm at 44 and 29. So I'm seven back still. So I don't think I'm catching Sage. But I'm at least going to finish at a a very respectable above 500. At least. At least. Because 51 matches right. Yep. 51 51 matches right out of 73. Damn. Wow. That is why. That is why you are our new Japan analyst and insider, and I'm not. Hey man, hey man, hey man. I, I be I be feeling it. I, I'm like Tanahashi. I feel the universe when it shifts. Like, oh uh, no, 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 okay. no, okay. no. All right, so now <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk about the standings because we only have two more nights of block action to go, starting on These Monday the, the 18th. Fin- the block final. 
Yeah, these are the block finals, the final night here on the on Monday the uh, 18th and Wednesday the 20th will be the nights that we finally figure out who will face off from block A and block B in the final that will be taking place next Thursday. So here are the standings as they are now. In block A, it is, basic, it is a five-horse race at this point. You have Kota Ibushi that sits at 12 points. He's 6-2. Shingo's also at 6-2. Kenta is at 6-2 and 12 points. Zack Sabre Jr. is also 12.6-2. And Tomohiro Ishii coming off of a couple of wins in a row is at 10 points at 5-3. and three. Everybody else in the block has been officially eliminated. Toriano is at 8. The best he could do so. if he wins is 10. Great Okan, he's, do he's done. He's going to finish at 8 points because he has no more block matches. Tangaloa has one more block match. The best he could do is 6. And usual also, the best he could do is 6. He's at 4 points. So that's where we are right now with block A. And okay. you know we gotta do the you know we gotta do the NFL, you know, if so and so does this, then this happens. That's what stuff. I'm about that's what I was about to say. Go for um, it, let's do I it. I think I honestly think Shingo is eliminated. Cause Shingo has lost two Shingo is what? Six and two, right? Yes. Shingo lost to Abushi. Yep. And he and lost Zach to Zack Saber Jr. Right. The only one he didn't lose to was Kenta. With Kenta. Yeah, oh, Kenta. He so he still he still got a shot. He still got a shot because he's beating and who Kenta. Does he face? Kenta faces No no no. Who does Shingo face? Yujiro. Oh. oh. And remember, so here's the scenario here. Here's the scenario here out of the top five that are left. Kota Bushi, he has lost to Shingo Takagi, but he has beaten Kenta, but he has lost to Zack Sabre Jr. No, he hasn't so, beaten Kenta. He, he hasn't he beaten Kenta yet. He's got, he's got to face Kenta. But he has right. beaten, he has lost to Shingo, and he has lost to Zack Sabre lost Jr. Basically, he's in a situation where he has to win and get And help. they have to lose. Exactly. Yeah, they have to lose. For Kota Ibushi uh, to win the block, he has to beat Kenta, and then he, he has to hope. He has to call in a favor to the Bullet Club that he used to help out so much. Yeah, right. But but here's mm. the scenario, guys, for those of y'all who are listening. The scenario is this. For Kota Ibushi to win block A, he has to win, and then both Shingo and Zach both have to lose. They can, Neither one of them can win because otherwise Kota Ibushi doesn't win the block. They do. Now, who is there or who are they facing? Shingo faces Yujiro Takahashi in the third match of the night, and Zack Sabre Jr. faces Tangaloa right after that. So Kota Ibushi will be going into the main event right knowing if he has to win to get to get the block final, win to get into the finals or not. But he will already know by the time that but happens. See, yeah, because yeah, he will actually know because it would be a thing of even if he wins, if they if they this day both of them win. If Zach wins, so the, the the other scenario is this, okay? If Zach wins, Shingo's eliminated. Yep. Um. No, here's the here's the scenario. Here's the, the correct scenario. The correct scenario is if Zach Saber wins, period. Unless Kenta wins, if Zach Saber wins, he's in. Right. Because he's beating so, everybody on up here except, except Kenta. So basically, and for so, Ishii. So that was that's another scenario for Zack Sabre Jr. to win the block here because he's tied it up there with 12 points. For Zack Sabre Jr. to win the block, he has to win. He has to win, and then Ibushi has to win, and Takagi have to win or lose, either one. But 
he cannot have Kenta beat Ibushi in the main event. If Kenta wins yeah. the main event after Zack wins, Zack's Kenta out. Kenta's in. Kenta yeah. gets in. So that's the scenario for Kenta. Kenta lost to uh, Shingo Takagi, but he still faces Ibushi, and he has beaten Zack Sabre Jr. So and because Ibushi, beat, Ibushi already has beaten uh, 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 Shingo, if Kenta yeah. beats Ibushi, he, uh, he just, if Kenta beats Ibushi, Kenta wins, Kenta's automatically in and it closes off the block. There's nobody else. Right, exactly. Kenta's, hey, Kenta's, Kenta's basically, is a, basically, Kenta's is basically a winning in, basically. Yeah, that's all he needs Well, no, do. no, 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 because Shingo beat him. Shingo beat him. So it's not 100% winning he's in. It has but a see, win and Shingo has to lose. But no, 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 no. That's not true. That's not true. Oh, is it? No, that's yes, not it true. Is. Because even though even though uh, Shingo holds the tiebreaker between them two, if he beats Abushi, oh no, you may be right. That's if what I'm he saying. If he beats Abushi, then that'll put them at a level playing field. Then Shingo wins. Oh yeah. Yep. He that's what I'm saying. Shingo to lose. He exactly. For Kenta, for Kenta so to get Shingo in, he wins. needs a win and a and a Shingo Ooh. loss to get into the block Ooh. to get into the final. And so if Ishii, if Shingo wins, if Shingo wins, that Kenta, no matter what he do, he out. Yeah, and then the funny thing is, is that, and here's the funny thing, where I got the standings from, they listed Ishii is still alive. I don't see a scenario where he wins the block for where he's at because he can only get to 12 points. And... Ibushi has beaten him, Shingo has beaten him, and he's beaten, and I think Kent has beaten him. He's only beaten Zack Sabre Jr. So I don't see a scenario where even if he wins yeah, and all of them Ishii lose, he gets not. in. Ishii, so I think I, I'm calling Ishii out. I think it's yeah, only Ishii between out. those four. Ishii's yeah? out. Ishii's not making, Ishii can't make the final. Yeah, no. I don't, know, final. I don't know why the site thought that Ishii had a chance. I, there's no scenario where Ishii can make it to the finals because everybody that's already at 12 points has beaten him except Zack Sabre Jr. Right. So, yeah, no, I think that it's going to be it's going. I think that it's basically a four horse race. It's basically between the team, the vo- the folks at yeah, 12. Yeah. And yeah, I said it's, it's funny because last week I the said magic number. the huh? 12 is the magic number. Yeah, but I said maybe 16 would win the block, but it's looking like I'm going to come up two points short. Like I said, it looks like 14 is going to win. 14. I told yeah, you. Everybody, yeah, you said 14. going to make it to 12, and then it's going to be four, 14 is going to make the win. 14 exactly. is going to be it. Exactly. And then we look at the B block, and basically the B block, B block is, is only – It's simple and plain. Whoever wins between Okada and Cobb is in, Period. This is the most simplest the block has been yo, in years. It's yo, only between two guys in yo, one match that they have not even faced each other yet. Block, last year, B block was so convoluted, but there was only one guy that needed to win no matter who else won. If he had beaten all the people that he needed to beat, and they took all the losses that he needed them to take, Sonata only needed to be evil to get in. Yep. If evil had won, it, it, it would have came down to, okay, well, who's beating who, this, that, and the third. Sonata had to win, and he was in, and all that else, other stuff didn't matter. And that's exactly. what he did. This year, it's 
Oh, these two niggas went on a, these two guys went on a run. They got the running, 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 running. Oh, man, Okada got the hiccup. Now, Okada's desperate. And see, this is the only thing that makes this whole block convoluted, period. Cobb doesn't need to win. Cobb can go to a draw, and he's in. Exactly. He, he only needs so, one point. So let me explain the scenario here. First, let me go over the standings. Of course, Jeff Cobb sits atop the block with 16 points. He's not lost yet. Okada, with his first loss of the tournament this morning to Tama Tonga, sits at 14 points at 7-1. and one. Everybody else who's uh, now out of the running for the fi- uh, to make the finals, Evil fit will finish. The best he can finish is 14 uh, if he wins on, on, on Wednesday. If he beats Sonata on Wednesday, uh, Tanahashi is done. He's only at eight points. Best he can do is 10. Uh, same with Sonata. Best he can do is 10. He's at eight points. Tamatanga, best he can do is eight points. He's at uh, six. Yoshihashi, Hiroki Goto, Chase Owens, and Taichi are all at four points. The best they can finish at is six. Uh, but it will be a big feather in the cap for someone like Chase Owens in his first G1 to get the six points. Expect to really add on to the to the case that he should be back in the G1 next year, having not only beaten, Chase on the case. exactly not only having beaten the man who's in his 20th G1, who was the current U.S. champion in Tanahashi, he's also beaten a current a current heavyweight tag team champion, a former never openweight champion in Taichi, and now I mean. The sky's the limit, and his final match uh, does Chase have? His final did match you, is really against Yoshihashi. Did, huh? you, did you did you did you really have to rub that in? I did have to rub that in, and then he has a chance to beat a, a current never open way six man tag team champion in Yoshihashi on Wednesday. So he can mess around, and his six points in this tournament can go be against current champions. You can't tell me he can won't be in G One Climax Thirty Two with that resume. That's true. That's true. I'm just, That's a fact. If he, if the only six points he gets from this tournament are current champions, you can't tell me he's not in next year. You cannot tell that's me. True. There's no. That's no. There's no way. But again, the only scenario in Block B is just simple and plain. Whoever wins in the main event, Kazuchika Okada and Jeff Cobb wins Block B. It's that simple. Cobb, can, yeah. if he wins, he finishes at 18 points undefeated and is the block B uh, winner. If yep. Okada wins, he finishes at 16 points and holds the tiebreaker by beating Jeff Cobb. And as Sage says, if they just happen to go to a 30-minute draw, Cobb is still in at 17 with Okada finishing at 15. And Cobb will still finish with no losses. So basically, Cobb is in the most... In, he's in the best position of all. All he has to do, is, gotta do is not lose. All he's got to do, exactly. All he's got to do is not lose. That's it. He's in the best position of all. All he's got to do is not lose. Either he wins or he t- takes it to a draw, and he's in the finals, and he'll be facing either Abushi, Takagi, Kenta, or Zack Saber Jr. in the finals on Thursday, next Thursday. That's it. That's it. That's it. You see, we it took us so long to talk about all the scenarios with Block A, and it only took us five minutes to say who, what, what the scenarios with Block B. Winning, you're in, basically. Winning, in, <laughs> basically. So let's look ahead, actually, to um, the final, the final nights of the block. We're gonna start with, of course, night 17, which is gonna be Block A, the final night of Block A. This is gonna be taking place at the Yokohama Budokan. So there yep. you go. It's gonna be at the Yokohama Budokan. Of course, it'll we open with. Budokan. 
It'll open with the special singles match. Again, Great O'Connor's tournament is over. Uh, this was supposed to be the night he was supposed to face uh, Tetsuya Naito in the block, but unfortunately, Naito had to withdraw. So he already got his two points. Great O'Connor will finish with eight points in his very first G1. That's a pretty good going That's for G1. That's pretty good because he started uh, off very dominant. Yeah, he started off high. I think he won four in a row, but then he just lost his last. He, he started he off winning three in a row. three in a row, and then, and then he, just, he slumped. It, yeah, he, he won three in a row, and he already had the fourth in his back pocket from the Naito uh, forfeiture, and then he dropped five yeah. in a row to get to, to finish at eight points. But still a very good G1, first G1 for Great Okan. He'll be going up against Shitoshi Kojima. And then afterwards, we go to uh, the first Block A match. It's going to be Tomohiro Ishii versus Toriyano. Again, we say mathematically Ishii is out of the running for to win the block. But it would be something to put uh, another win on the belt and get to 12 points to really make people think. Um, I'm mm-hmm. picking Ishii to be, to win this oh, matchup. Yeah. I'm absolutely, absolutely. I'm picking absolutely. Ishii to win. Yano this has matchup. how many points? Yano is is at eight. Yano normally makes it to ten at least. Eight between eight and ten. His averages, I think, at nine or something like that. So yeah, I think um, I think uh, Tomohiro Ishii. Yep, Ishii wins this yeah. one. All right, next, and this was a scenario we talked about. Shingo Takaki is going up against Jujiro Takahashi. A victory here, a victory here, coupled with a loss for Ish for Ishii. I mean, not Ishii for Ibushi, and um, a loss by Zack Sabre Jr. and Shingo Takagi's in. Um, I'm picking Shingo to win this one, but I just yep. had this feeling. I just had this feeling that that that, that it's he's gonna get spoiled. Yep, because I, remember, Yujiro oh, scored Yudrow his first Cobb. two points of last year's tournament against Jeff Cobb on, on the final night of blocking real good. And Cobb was and Cobb because they was in well, they, they was in B block last year. A block, A block. Oh, they was in A block. Yeah, he okay. was in A block. So Cobb Cobb had a chance to be in the block, uh, close to winning the block. And he lost that match. He lost that match. That match was very pivotal. Um, damn, I want to. I want to go out on the limb. I really want to jump out there. But my other theory is okay. So I'm going to. Yeah, no, go. hey, no, hold on, hold on. No, Cobb was eliminated before that. The final night of block, so he wasn't close to it because he was at eight, and the uh, the best he could have done was ten, and someone was already at ten, which was Osprey at that time. So he was already oh, out, okay. but then the loss, the loss, like really, like put a hindrance on his tournament. Yeah, and gave Yudro his first two points of the tournament. Okay. Um, I'm still going Shingo though. I just don't, I just don't see them. Nah, I don't see Yujiro. them letting him letting Yujiro. But then again, something was saying yes, uh, yesterday's show. Was it yesterday's show? The day before? I think it was yesterday's show. Kevin Kelly says, Yujiro Takahashi could be a world champion here. But is he going to live up to being the world champion? So that kind of foresighted something to me. So I'm going to say this. I'm going to go Shingo. I, wouldn't be, I won't be surprised. I won't be surprised if Yujiro beats him. Right. But I'm going to go Shingo. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Go All ahead. right. 
right. So the next the next one is going to be what's going to be the semifinal of the night. It'll be Zack Sabre Jr. versus Tangaloa. Again, the scenario is this. If, if Zack Sabre Jr. wins, regardless of what happens with Yujiro, with, with Ibushi and Shingo, if he wins and Kenta loses to Ibushi, Zack Sabre Jr. wins block A. So, who you got in this one? Do you think Zach pulls it out, or does Tangaloa spoil the party? Hell yeah, I got Zach. That's my second pick. <laughs> so you're going. You think it's Zach's going to win it all, right? Yep. That Zach versus Cobb. Tangaloa with the upset. What? What? Tangaloa about to upset this. He about to upset all of this. I'm telling you, I'm. I think so. He's not good against submission people. I get that, but I just, I just, I don't know. Something tells me there's going to be this. This is the point right here where there's gonna be an upset. There's gonna be an upset because Zack Sabre Jr. only needs to just win and have, and then and Kenta lose, and he's in. Something tells me these bookers are gonna make it so that Kenta, that 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 Ibushi somehow gets out of the block A. So I think nah, Tangaloa nah, gets nah, upset. Nah, nah. I don't think I don't think I don't think Abushi getting out of block here. I don't think Abushi. I don't think Abushi. I think it's great foresight that Abushi. So you know I'm not. I'm I'm going Abushi, but he's not winning the block. I'm going Abushi, but he's not winning the block. Bro, I'm telling you, we're going to see. And I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. He's went to the finals three three times already. Yeah, they're not gonna put him as a fourth. They're gonna put somebody else there because uh, uh, I, uh, it's come on now. This COVID and you got a lot of wrestlers that stayed over here. You you mean you about to you about to you about to you about to piss off a lot of wrestlers who've been over here and had to quarantine and stay over here or been living over here just to put Kota Ibushi in the finals for the fourth year in a row. It's going to happen. I'm going Tangaloa with the upset over Zack Sabre Jr., which opens the door for the main event of Kota Ibushi versus Kenta. The winner is in, and I think Kota Ibushi beats Kenta and it's in, period. I'm just that's I'm sticking with that. I'm not getting away from that. Because bottom line is, what's the more sexier G1 Climax tournament final matchup? Kota Ibushi versus Jeff Cobb, who had a banger when they went up against each other? Or Zack Sabre Jr. versus Jeff Cobb. Think about that. What's the sexier matchup? If I'm a booker and I'm about to be in the Nippon Budokan for the G1 Finals, I'm putting Ibushi versus Cobb in a no-time-limit final. That's just me. Hell, even Kent, even Kent. Hold on. But hold on, but you know what would be even better? Kenta versus Cobb wouldn't even be bad either. But I just feel like I just feel like if I had a choice between those three matches, I would pick Ibushi and Cobb over both of them. With Kenta versus Cobb being second and Zach and Cobb being third. That's just me. That's just me. So that's why I'm going with Ibushi, and that's why I'm thinking Tangaloa is gonna upset the Alpacot. Cause he's been he's been slumping he's been slumping he's been slumping 
And I think that suddenly he's going to find it at the right time, just like Yudro did where he went 0-8 through the tournament. And on the very last night, he caught he caught Jeff Cobb sleeping. You, you Though he used the hurt. walking stick, he caught Jeff you Cobb made, sleeping and got the victory. I want you to know you make the back of my neck hurt. You'll be all right. <laughs> you will be all right. Um, so we move on, and of course, the Nippon Budokan will host two nights of the G1. They will host the final night of block action for Block B. It will open with Bushiroma once again chopping the living shit out of Fujita and Oiwa. And then we open Hiroshi Tanahashi against Taichi. I'm going with Tana in this one. I just think that Taichi's pretty much given up on this one. His focus much is starting um, to look towards I'm, World I'm Tag League. I'm going Tai Chi. I'm going Tai Chi. Because the surprised? reason I'm going Tai Chi because Tai Chi, Tai Chi might just be an opportunity to Tanahashi. We'll see. We'll see. United States champion, anti team champion. Mm. And then, and Zach with the briefcase to become the world heavyweight champion. And we got, we over here with, with, with two, two double champions. What? 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 Yo, you ready? You ready? We'll see. You ready, 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 ready? Oh, sorry. We'll, sorry. we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I got a little excited early. I heard. I already know the plan. They already told me the plan, but go ahead. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, all right, next. Um, next is going to – I feel like the third match is going to be Yoshihashi versus Chase Owens, and you already know where I'm going with this one. Chase, Chase is, is on, on the case. case. Yes, indeed. Dropping with that package style, Dropping. I think, and I said it just a little while ago, I feel like Chase Owens' six points are all going to come from current champions. And that's going to give him a, more than enough to get him in the G1 Climax 32 next year. Uh, next, I feel like it's going to be Hiroki Goto versus Tama Tonga. A part of me wanted to go with Tama, especially coming off the big victory over Okada. But Tama. I think I'm going with Goto. I think he's going to have a letdown here. After the nah, big win over Okada, I, I, think, I think he gets a letdown from Goto. Nah, I think he I think he keeps that momentum riding and ride out the, the the rest of the tournament. He hit hit go over the gun stun and keep it moving. He yeah, already man. lost it. He lost to Yoshihashi if I'm not mistaken, right? Who? Yeah, he Tom lost Tom? to Yoshihashi. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he lost to Yoshihashi. So so yeah, he beats Goto. I feel like he beats Goto. So this man's saying right here that the final three block matches for Tomataka all against Chaos members, he's gonna go two out of three. Okay, cool. <laughs> I don't know, but we'll see. Uh, then I feel like I feel like this is going to be the semifinal. Sonata versus Evil. I'm going with Sonata. I think he's going to really like spoil Evil, even though Evil's already out yeah, of money. Back I, think he's gonna, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's going. I think Sonata beats him again in the final night of block action. That's going to be a storyline yeah. and a footnote on and Evil's that's, resume. That's, and that's what they did. It, 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 and he beat him back to back, back to back years, and he beat him at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. He beat him he beat him at Wrestle Kingdom and he beat him back to back years in the G one on the final night of block action. Yeah. Well that's I mean it that's that's what I feel like that's what I'm going with with Sonata. Yeah. But then yeah, we I have what is going to be a huge main event in the Nippon Budokan. Jeff Cobb and Kazuchiko Okada, the winner wins block I B. Am a, I am a Rainmaker fan. But I'm choosing Cop. Like, you already know who I'm choosing. I picked Cop to win the whole damn Cop. tournament, so of course I'm going with Cop. Cop. Yep, yep. 
So we only differ. We only differ on two of these matches tonight. Okay, on the, yeah. on that night. Okay, and um, so with given what we've just said, you're saying that Zack Saber Jr. is in, and you're saying Cobb is in. Is that your prediction? Mm-hmm. So you're predicting that Cobb is going to be Cobb versus Zack Saber Jr. in the G1 final on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And my prediction is it's going to be Ibushi versus Cobb. In the in the in the finals on Thursday. Now, given your prediction of who is Zach, going, you're you're picking Zach to win over the undefeated. The only loss, the only loss that Jeff Cobb gets is Zach Saber Jr. and it's about tap out. I'm sticking with my pick. Jeff Cobb wins the whole right, fucking thing. Right, right. Jeff Cobb wins the whole fucking. I thing. believe in the British boy. The soy boy techers? You believe in the soy, the boy, soy techers? boy techers? Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. I want him to be dangerous. Okay, that's fine. Well, that's about all we have for tonight's episode. Listen, this G1 has been one of the most unpredictable G1s I've ever had the chance to witness. Like I said, I went back and I rewatched all of 2019, and that one was not was somewhat predictable, but then again, not much. Last year was no, no, 19 was the one with uh, John Moxley, right? Yeah, where John Moxley ran oh, no, through no, like no, everybody no. till thought, the end. Yeah, I thought John Moxley was running through everybody until he went up against Switchblade Jay White, and and that was a wrap. No, it's T. He went and up then against Jay, went up And against then Jay Yano. White. Yep, and then and Jay then, White started that run that got him all the way to the finals. Jay White told them, I could lose three and still win. And that's when I started believing in Jay White, when he did it. When he yeah. lost three and still won the block with all the convoluted ways, everything fell in place just how he planned it. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, but... But this year's G1 has just been so unpredictable. And I think we kind of felt it was going to be that way when it opened with Kota Ibushi, the two-time defending champion, losing to Yujiro Takahashi. Takahashi. Out of all people, he lost to Yujiro. And and that was block A. And then, I mean, that was block block A. in the same night, we lost Naito. Yep. Lost Naito. We lost Naito to so the injury. It was just gonna be it was gonna be a wild way to go the rest of the tournament. Exactly, exactly. Block A Block A was gonna be hard. Block A was already gonna be hard to get out of, but that block A got way more difficult when them two points went to everybody but that because that put them out. Yeah. It was it was it was incredible. It was very incredible. It was very very. This has been a very fun tournament to watch, and I'm excited to see what's going to happen with the final two nights of block action. We all remember how memorable last and year's uh, final nights were with the in the A block with the eventual betrayal of Will Ospreay leaving Chaos and forming his own faction, the United Empire, uh, and the return of the Great Okan, who was a previous young lion in uh, New Japan. And then we saw, of course, Switch Billy Jay Wright, who was right there at the cusp of making the finals before being dropped on his head with the vertical drop brain buster, oh, essentially ending man. his ending Tommy his chance. Ishii spoiled him. Yep, and Ishii spoiled it, and and that's that's where it was. That's why I feel like that's why I'm going with Tonga Loa against uh, Zach, cause I, cause he's got a move that could drop him on his head. It's called ape shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I think I he might hit it with ape shit. He might hit it with ape shit and send and send he him might. back. I'm, I don't, I'm just try, saying. But Zach might, uh, Zach might come out with it. 
I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens, guys. But uh, again, this is the penultimate uh, edition of this series, the second season of this series, uh, the final uh, episode of this series for this season will be next Thursday, where we will recap the final two nights of block action, as well as what happened on the final on the G1 finals card, who won the G1, and we'll be going on to potentially have a main event world title match at Wrestle Kingdom. Remember, Jay White last year became the first man in the history of the G1 uh, Climax briefcase to be able to take it from the uh, the holder and have it going into Wrestle Kingdom. So we'll see what happens there. For you guys listening on the audio versions, we will end it here. We hope you will join us next week for the final of this series where we will talk about everything we just talked about with the finals and the final two nights of block action. Remember, this Saturday, the podcast is coming up. I will have a recap of what happened on last week's edition of Strong, where on last week's edition of Strong, which I have yet to watch, I think, so I got to go back and watch that so I can talk about it, uh, as well as what happened this coming week uh, with wrestling and everything like that. So for you guys, we will see you guys next week. Okay? Take care. Bye-bye. Next week. Hey guys, it's Champ here. We hope you enjoyed that episode of No Spots Podcast. If you did, make sure you are following us so you can be notified when we upload new episodes. And make sure you follow us on all social media platforms, facebook.com slash nospotspod, as well as on Twitter, at truenospotspod. We will catch you on the next episode. Myself, Donnie Wrestling, and The Sith for the No Spots Podcast on the True Radio Network.